from the book of the Proverbs, we hear the echo and the inverse of yesterday's reading from the Proverbs. And depending on the translation you read, this might have been kind of obscured. Uh, if you read uh, what we read tonight from Father Seraphim Didis or from the Orthodox Study Bible, it's a translation from the Septuagint, and there's actually an additional bit in the Septuagint that is not in the Hebrew text. Uh, if you read off of the GoArch website, you might have seen it a little bit more clearly. But early on in the chapter, we're in chapter 9 of Proverbs, early on in the chapter we hear wisdom crying aloud in the streets, addressing us. And today we hear foolishness crying out in the streets and addressing us. And though it may seem reminiscent of a few chapters ago when we heard the, the, the harlot kind of trying to tempt people into her net, a very specific kind of net, this is more general. This is just foolish living. And we hear this because verse 4 and I think verse 13 are exactly the same. In the Hebrew text, they are exactly the same. And it is, let him who is simple turn in here, and she cries to him who has no sense. And in verse 4, the she who is crying is wisdom, and in verse 13, the she who is crying is folly. And then they both offer the same thing. They offer food and drink, nourishment. And wisdom says to him who, who lacks sense to turn in here and eat of my bread and to partake of the wine that I have mixed. It is hers, and she offers it freely. And folly says, turn in here, you who are without sense, and, off, and, and tells them, stolen water is sweet, and stolen bread just tastes a little, little bit better. And so what do we see? We see wisdom offering something rightful, something obtained by those who were foolish but desired wisdom and were willing to strive for it and work for it. And folly says, ah, work, that's so hard. Besides, there's just that little something extra knowing that you got away with something that makes this stolen stuff just a little bit better. And these are the two paths that are constantly presented to us in life. The path of righteousness, the path of wisdom, which we hear also in the Proverbs, is the beginning of wisdom, is the fear of God. Not that I constantly am nervous and looking over my shoulder and hoping that I don't get caught, but respect, love, fearing Him and obeying His commandments. 
This is the beginning of wisdom. And it is difficult, but it is true nourishment. And the path of unrighteousness and of foolishness, which tempts us to partake of the things that we have not worked for. And not only that, not only that, but tells us that it's going to be better because we didn't. And this is really the fall is, is, can be seen in this way. God wanted Adam and Eve to become like him. That was his plan. But he had a way that he wanted that to go. And he said, don't partake of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And the serpent came and said, that will make you like God. A good thing. To be, to be like God is good. But there was a plan. There was a path. There was a way in which that was supposed to happen. And the serpent said, we can bypass that. We don't need that. We'll just take of this tree. And it even says, Eve sees that, the, that it is lovely to look at. Right? Just like that stolen water. That it looks so nice to do it that way. But this proverb ends by telling us that in the house of foolishness are dead men's bones. And all of her paths lead to the grave. And this is not just a physical grave, which we know that no matter how wise or foolish we may be, awaits us all. This is a spiritual grave. This is a grave of our own willful separation from God and His love. And so, here we are in Lent. We've been reading a lot about wisdom because we read from Proverbs a little bit every day. And we see very clearly over these past two days that it is two paths set before us. The path of wisdom, the path of folly, the path of righteousness, and the path of iniquity, the path of life, and the path of death. And it is up to us to every day listen, hear who is calling us in each moment. Is it wisdom or is it folly? We are addressed by both as those who lack sense. But on one hand, we can grow and learn wisdom, and in the other, we will stay in our folly and go down to the grave. So obviously, I hope that it is our prayer and our striving, not only during this time of Lent, but at all times, that we seek to heed the voice of wisdom and to turn aside after the bread and the wine that are offered us by her in the church, in the scriptures, in the writings of the Holy Fathers, in communion together and in fellowship. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.